5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, today we are going to continue with another song. And uh, today we're going to go back to the early 70s with What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. So the song was put out in May of 1971, but the background on it is is really actually kind of fascinating because Marvin Gaye was going through some some deep issues. In 1970, he lost a, a friend, a duet partner that had been struggling with a brain tumor, and his brother had just come back from Vietnam and was sharing the stories of what was happening in Vietnam and and there was so much that was weighing heavy upon him. It says that Marvin became kind of a, a recluse. He, he didn't perform much in those days. He didn't want to go out. He was feeling that pressure of uh, what was happening in the midst of all of these issues that were surrounding him. So the song idea originally came to a Four Tops member, Obi Benson, who in 1969 was witnessing some things that were happening in San Francisco. And he saw these kids, and yes, they were long-haired, you know, as they would call them, the hippies. So these hippies were out protesting, and it said that some of the police came and were beating on them. And really what uh, Obi Benson, when he was writing the lyrics to the song, was saying, like, what's happening here? Why is this protest leading to them being beaten? Why are they sending kids so far away from their own families here to a war overseas? And this becomes another song in the list of, uh, of the protest songs of Vietnam. So Obi Benson brought this song to the Four Tops. They passed on it. He uh, took a rough version over to Joan Baez, who also passed on it. And then he brought it to Marvin Gaye, who actually loved it. And he was saying, well, let me bring it to a different group that I'm actually producing right now under the Motown um, family. And this is where Obi was like, no, like you're either going to do it or I'm going to just find someplace else for it. And so Marvin agreed to be able to be the one who was going to sing this song. And so Marvin put out, I mean, and this was after a long hiatus, he put out this song, What's Going On? And there was even some, even before it, it let, you know, was able to be released, Motown and the people who were all a part of that didn't want it released because ultimately they didn't really want the protest music to be associated with Motown. And so there's a, a leading guy there named uh, Barry Gordy who was a part of that Motown era who was adamantly against it. He said, I don't want to have anything to do with that. But somehow, which I don't know the whole background story on it, but basically... Barry Gordy was kind of uh, distracted trying to be able to put some other music on, and they snuck it past, released it, and what's going on ended up being a hit, selling over 100,000 copies in the first week, went to number two on the Billboard pop chart, and number one on the R&B chart. Marvin Gaye had a wonderful quote when he was talking about this and asked about what's going on and even some of that music that he was longing to put out. 
He says, to be truly righteous, you offer love with a pure heart, without regard for what you'll get in return. I had myself in that frame of mind. People were confused and need reassurance. God was offering that reassurance through this music. I was privileged to be the instrument. So you can see from this quote that Marvin Gaye is coming from a spiritual direction. So let's look at some of the lyrics and, and kind of dig into that. He says, Mother, Mother, well, there's too many of you crying. Father, Father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the answer, for only love can conquer hate. Now, as you see in the kind of the rest of the lyrics, picket lines, picket signs, don't punish me with brutality, right? Everybody thinks we're wrong, but who are they to judge us simply because our hair is long? You know, we've got to find a way to bring some understanding here today. It seems to me that there's trying in this to be able to say, we're trying to be able to create a conversation and people are easily dismissing us because of the way we look. Now, this can be taken all kinds of different ways, because when you're looking at it, yes, they are talking about hippies, and they're talking about people who are dismissing them because of the way that they look. They're like, well, and why was it? Because they were young and they were dumb. That was pretty much the reason why and the ways that they dismissed a whole generation of people who were saying, there's got to be something better here. Why did they get dismissed? Why is it that there were people saying, oh, like these, these dumb kids? Because they were exploring also some things that were not according to the norms of a culture, right? They, you know, the sex, love, and rock and roll is the, you know, kind of the expression that gets put out there. You know, you see things like Woodstock and you understand that there were some things that we would not agree with and yet they were easily dismissed, set off and said, you know, you don't need to be a part of this conversation. Let the adults do it. And I feel like this is the way that we dismiss easily things that get brought up in our world today. It's not necessarily the long hair anymore. It's not necessarily the, well, you got some tattoos on you, so therefore, you know, you don't know what you're saying. But it gets easily dismissed against a narrative that we always thought to be the norm. We need to, and if we've, we've talked about this in the past, we need to have a conversation about the things that are going on. Because I'd like to say that, uh, you know, when Marvin Gaye wrote this in 1971, um, and he produced it, put it out there, that he said, far too many of you are dying. And I'd like to be able to say, oh, don't worry, Marvin, we listened, and the protest worked, and people are now not being murdered anymore. But it's not the case. These protest songs bring up for us something that people are saying, I'm not willing to stand for this anymore. And the protests that we see around our nation, the peaceful protest, is this, and they're saying the same thing. We don't want to be able to put up with and have more people dying in our street. It's something that should be stood up against. And we should not easily just dismiss people with what they're trying to say because they're associated with some other thing that we don't like. This is what I hope that we can take from this. That when we hear a protest song even today, and there are protest songs today, that we can not just dismiss or outwardly just say, well, I don't agree with it, but listen to the heartbeat of the protest. 
listen to what's actually being conveyed. When today, when we see the protests, and, and many people are trying to dismiss it simply because they find that it's uh, violent or they're trying to de- you know destroy things, and, and yet I would say that, that's not the heartbeat. Listen to the heartbeat of the protest. And in that heartbeat, you'll find that they're saying the same things. What is going on? Why is it that there are people still dying this way? Let's hear that. Let's struggle with it a little bit more. And then say, all right, this is what we can do about it. It's a great thing to be able to have voices of protest. And it's a good thing for us as people to listen to those words that are spoken and be able to sit with it and say, God, what do you want us to do with it? Those are the things I want to share today. I mean, there's a lot more to say about this and a lot more things that can be shared about what's going on. But those are the things I'm sharing right now. If you have some thoughts about it and want to continue the conversation, let me know. Until then, we will see you tomorrow. Take care.